Hey guys, Sean here with Everything REI, and today we're gonna to talk about the long-term rental program. So if you're an investor who has purchased over 10 properties and can't get traditional financing, or if you're an entrepreneur or someone who is in a sales role who doesn't have enough taxable income to purchase rental properties or to get a conventional loan, this product is right for you. We're gonna talk about Conventus's long-term rental program and how it can help you purchase more properties as an investor. Without further ado, let's hop on in. Okay, so what is an LTR loan? So the long-term rental loans are these long-term rental loans that are used for business purposes. And we'll talk a little bit more about what that means in a little bit. The program is great for single family properties, one to four units or warrantable condos and townhomes. So we can lend on five to eight unit properties, but only on a case by case basis. And anything above that is gonna be more in the commercial realm and you should look more towards getting a commercial loan rather than a loan like this. We can offer four types of loans here. There's a 30-year fixed loan, a 5-1 adjustable rate mortgage, a 7-1 adjustable rate mortgage, and a 10-year interest only plus a 20-year amortizing loan. So it's great because it allows you to refinance your hard money loan into a long-term rental loan. These loans are great because they're based on the performance of the asset itself and not your own borrower qualifications. And it allows you to leverage more by giving you these funds that you know, traditional financing wouldn't give you in the first place. So here's a chart of the different types of long-term rental loans. So the first one is a 30-year fixed loan, and that's where your interest is set for 30 years, and you make the same payments every single month for 30 years straight, nothing changes. The 5-1 arm is a five-year fixed mortgage, and then every year after that, it adjusts to a new interest rate. And the interest rate goes up and down based on an index called the LIBOR. The 7-1 arm is very similar to the 5-1 arm, except seven years is fixed, and then adjust one year after that. These are all still 30-year loans, and over the 30-year time period, you will have paid off your loan. The difference is just that how the interest rates change over time. The last one's the most interesting loan to me, and that's a 10-year interest-only loan plus 20-year amortizing loan. That's where the interest rate is fixed for 30 years, but for the first 10 years, you're only paying on the interest part. So you pay interest only for the first 10 years, and then you pay off the rest of the loan over the last 20 years. So this is really great for investors because most investors are concerned about cash flow. In the first 10 years, that's when you're gonna have your most issues anyways. That's when you're gonna have to pay for any deferred maintenance from the last owner, or you might have to take that time for the rents to slowly catch up. So after the first 10 years, you could just refinance again and then get another 10 year interest only loan, or you could just continue paying and then pay off the loan over the rest of 20 years. Now, of course, when you break it down like that, the 20 year part is gonna have a much higher payment per month because you're paying off the loan in 20 years versus 30 years. But it's still great in my opinion because your first 10 years are gonna be cash flowing like crazy. So this chart is more of a technical chart and it tells us how the rates change over time. So like I mentioned, in the 5-1 ARM product, the first five years are interest only. And then every year after that, the interest rates can change. But this chart tells us how the change is done and also tells us how much it can change. So the first one for a 5-1 arm, the index that they use is a LIBOR. Don't worry about what the LIBOR means. You can look it up on Google, but it's just an index that tracks how banks lend to each other and what interest rates they lend to each other. So this column initial cap means how much can it change from that very first year. So you mentioned the first five years are fixed. The initial cap is that first year after the first five years, the initial cap here for a 5-1 arm is 2%. So that means that if your interest rates start at 
And then on year six, when your interest rate change, the most it can change is another 2%. So the max it can be is 7%. A periodic cap means how much it can change every year after that. So since this loan changes every single year, the most it can change every year is 2%. So let's say that the next year is another 2%, then the max can be is 9%. So even if you get a loan today for 5%, and then tomorrow, interest rates in America go up to 15% or 20%, something really high. And you're worried because, oh no, I have an adjustable rate mortgage, my loan's gonna jump to 20%. That's not the case because your initial cap is only 2%, your periodic cap is only 2%, and ultimately your lifetime cap is 5%. So over the duration of your loan, the max it can increase to is this lifetime cap of an additional 5%. So if you started at 5%, every year it can only increase by 2%, and over the entire loan, it can only increase by 5%. So the max you'll ever have to pay on this loan is 10%. Now, of course, the same thing goes for the 7-1 arm, just the numbers are a little bit different and especially for the initial cap. So in this one, you can have a 5% jump from your very first year. After that, the jumps are only gonna be in 2% increments, and over the entire lifetime, it can only be a 5% total. So even though these are more riskier loans, you still have some safety because you know that, hey, at least my loan is not gonna to increase to some crazy out of proportion number. The max it will be is 5% above what I have it at. So here are some loan terminology that you should know when it comes to loans. The first one is DSER debt service coverage ratio. And different banks have different ways of calculating DSER. I feel like ours is the most generous one where we calculate gross income divided by your principal, interest, taxes, insurance, and association dues if the house is in HOA. So in this case, let's say your rent is for $1,500 per month in this property. Your mortgage payment, if it happens to be at 5.5% rate for a loan amount of $150,000 is gonna be $852 per month. Your property taxes is gonna be $250. Your insurance is $80. And let's say this property isn't an HOA and you're paying $75 a month for it. In total, you have $1,500 on your top line, which is your gross income, divided by your PITIA, so principal interest, taxes, insurance, association dues. So your debt service coverage ratio comes out to be 1,500 divided by 1257, which comes to be 1.19. So you are above a 1.15 DSCR calculation. In our case, that's like our best tier. Your property cash flows, and we can do the loan for you and even give you a slight discount. DSCR, again, is a very complicated measurement, and there are many different ways to calculate it. Some people look at the net operating income for the first part, and that's where you take the gross rent, subtract all your expenses, like your property management fees any maintenance fees, any other operational costs, and then you divide it by all of your expenses. So again, I feel like ours is a bit more relaxed because we are taking the top line for your income, just what is your gross, and dividing it by PITIA. Very simple calculation, and it's all right here on this slide. So here are some examples of our long-term rentals and the different scenarios, like getting a 30-year fixed or 7-1 arm, 5-1 arm, or 10-year IO. Okay, so let's look at a quick example. Let's say that we have an applicant that has a 740 credit score, they're looking for a 60% LTV loan, which means that the loan to value ratio, which means that we can lend up to 60% of the purchase price. So the property value is for $500,000 and the DSER is above 1.15. Then your total loan amount is gonna be $300,000.
So here's the breakdown for numbers. For a 30 year fixed rate, it's gonna be around 5.625% interest. The monthly payment on that, so your principal interest, is gonna be $1.727,000 per month for 30 years. For the 7 1 arm, it just happens to be the same interest rate, so you're gonna have that same monthly payment for the first seven years, and then it will change every year after that. For a 5 1 arm, it's a little bit cheaper at 5.5%, so now you have it at $1,703 per month for the first five years and adjustable after. And then finally, you have the 10-year interest-only plan. There is a little bit higher interest rate compared to your 30-year fixed, but it ends up being $1,437.50 for the first 10 years, and then it's $2,106 for the next 20 years. So as you can see here, the monthly payments on the 30-year fixed are a little bit higher than the 10-year interest-only version. And this difference gives you that extra cash flow that you might need for your first 10 years while your property is stabilizing. So why use a long-term rental loan? So the main reason why is because we lend on the property itself. Does the property cash flow? If it does, then we can lend to you. And so this allows you to get more loans, which means you can do more deals. A lot of the conventional banks will limit the amount of loans that you can do, or they might look at your own personal income or tax returns to see if they can do a loan for you in the first place. Another option that some investors use is they go to a private lender. Private lenders are typically going to give you a loan at 10 to 12%. So even though our loans are a little bit more expensive than a conventional loan, they're still a lot cheaper than if you go to a private lender for 10 to 12%. So these loans are for business purposes only. So they're great for refinancing out of a fixed and flip loan. So let's say you got a hard money loan for 10 to 12%, you fix up the property, and now you want to hold it as a rental. We're able to do a refinance for you to lower that 10 to 12% interest rate down to just 5 to 6%. They're also great for entrepreneurs or borrowers who don't qualify for conventional lending, as we mentioned before. And they're also great for high volume investors who just can't get a loan because they reached their cap. Now, this long-term rental loan program is not for everybody. They are not for owner-occupied properties. So if you want to buy the property and live in it, then unfortunately we can't do this deal for you. We also can't do 100% financing here as well. So you can partner with other investors to help with your down payment, but they ultimately have to be part of the deal and they have to be part of the loan as well. These properties have to be rent ready, so we can't loan on properties that need rehab. If you want to do that, it's probably better to get a hard money loan first and then convert this into a rental loan once it's rent ready. Do you have a credit score minimum of 660? As of right now, that is a hard cap. So if you're at 659, then we can't do this loan for you either. And we actually can't do this loan for people who have no experience. You must have owned one property within the past two years. And yes, your primary residence or your own home does count. So you can buy a rental, you can buy a flip project, you can own your own home, but you have to have owned a property within the past two years to qualify for this loan program. So here's the process of getting this loan. The first thing you're gonna do is go through a pre-screening. And that's when you can call me or send an email and let us know the details of the deal. So what is the address? What is the purchase price? What are the rents? What's the estimated taxes and insurance? You're going to tell us your past experience if you own a property in the past. We're also going to want to know how much you think it's going to rent for. Once it's approved and you have the property under contract, we'll send you an application and letter of intent for you to sign. And if we ask for a deposit for this loan, then you're gonna make that deposit with us. Finally, we're gonna have a kickoff call where you're gonna talk with our processing team who's gonna go over all the details of how the whole transaction will play through and we'll answer any final questions that you might have. So 
So here are the documents that we're gonna to need to do this loan. We're gonna to need to see your ID. We're gonna to need to see your proof of citizenship. We wanna see the proof of funds, and that includes your down payment, any miscellaneous closing costs, as well as three months worth of reserves. If you're buying this property in an LLC, we're gonna to wanna to see your entity formation documents. We wanna see the purchase contract. If you bought the property in the past 12 months and you're trying to do like a cash out refinance to get your hard costs out, we will wanna see your rehab budget and how much you put into the property. And we're also gonna wanna see the evidence of insurance. So that's really quick. You call an insurance company and you say that you have the property insured. So the way closing works, closing could take between 30 and 45 business days. It's a little bit longer than a hard money loan because we do a full appraisal on all the properties. We do a three month holdback if the property is vacant. So what that means is if the property doesn't already have a tenant, then we take three months worth of your principal, interest, taxes, insurance, and association dues, and we ask you to pay that at closing. And then for the first three months, we take those funds and we make your monthly payments for you. Finally, once everything's done, all parties go to title and sign documents and then funding gets wired directly to escrow. Okay, so here's another example of the loan amounts that we can do. So for a purchase or rate term refinance, so no cash out, just a regular refinance, we can do up to 80% of the value. For a cash out refinance, and that's where you're gonna want money back into your pockets, the maximum that we can do is 75% of the value. So in this example, if the purchase price is for $200,000, then the maximum that we can loan at 80% is 160,000. If you had a similar property that was worth 200K, the max that we can do for a cash out refinance is 75% of that or $150,000. The minimum amounts that we have for this program is $75,000 per loan. So this actually isn't the best because for properties in the Midwest, some of them go for 50K or 75K. And even if the property is worth 75K, because we can only do up to 80% of that, it won't hit our minimum loan amount of $75,000. So just keep that in mind. If you wanna use this program, the minimum is 75,000. The maximum that we can do on any one property is $2 million. And the total exposure for one client is gonna be $5 million. So if you have over $5 million in loans, then we might have to break you up with another lender. So here's how much it costs. So typically the origination fees are going to be around one to 2% of the loan amount and 4.25% to 7.49% for the note rate of the loan. So origination fees are just how much of the loan amount you pay in upfront costs. We also charge a 999 loan processing fee as well as $250 for each additional property for you know loans with multiple properties in them. So if you had a loan with three different properties, instead of paying that $1,000 processing fee three times, you'll be paying $1,000 for the first one and then an additional $500 because of the extra two. These loans do come with a prepayment penalty. They can be in a one-year, two-year, three-year, or a five-year prepayment penalty. Depends on you and how long you want your prepayment penalty to be will affect your rate as well. Like I mentioned before, if the property is going to be vacant, then the first three months of PITIA are going to be collected at closing and then paid on your behalf for the first three months. These loans all have impound accounts, and that means that we require that your property taxes and your insurance be paid through us. So we're gonna open an escrow account and your monthly payments are gonna be a little bit higher, but that's because we are paying the insurance and taxes for you. So instead of you paying it by yourself at the end of the year, we're actually gonna take care of that throughout the year. We are allowed to loan on short-term rentals, but the way that we evaluate them is a little bit different. So we can only lend up to 65% of the value if the property is being rented out as a short-term rental. 
And when we do our DSCR calculation to make sure it cash flows, we use the market rent for what it could rent for on a long-term basis and not the Airbnb numbers. And this can be pretty bad for people who own property in the Bay Area and are thinking to do like a refinance out of a hard money loan. Because again, one, maybe they bought the property for 80% LTV with a hard money loan. Right now, we can only refinance them up to 65% and their debt service coverage ratio may still not qualify because they may be making three or four times more on Airbnb than they would if they just had it as a traditional rental. So when we do short-term rental loans, we do a market rent analysis and we check it out in our valuation report. All right, so this is a slide on prepayment penalties. So you can actually increase or decrease the length of the prepayment penalty by adjusting your interest rate. So here you can see if you choose a five-year prepayment penalty, then you can subtract 0.25% off of your interest rates. These loans come with the default three-year, so if you just choose three-year, then there's no change. If you wanna lower your prepayment penalty to just two years, then you have to add 0.25% on your interest rate. And if you wanna decrease it to one year, then you add 0.5% on your interest rate. So it really doesn't pay off if you wanna have a low prepayment penalty, but you know some people need that. And this is how prepayment penalties actually get charged. You have to pay in a step-down basis. So what that means is if you pay off your loan in year one, and you have a three-year prepayment penalty, then the first year, you have to pay 3%. The second year, you have to pay 2%. The third year, you pay 1%. And then after the third year, no prepayment penalties. And that's the same for all of them. It's like five, four, three, two, one, three, two, one. This one's a two, one. And this one's just 1%. So for example, if you had a $100,000 loan with a three-year prepayment penalty, then on year one, you pay 3,000. On year two, you pay 2,000. On year three, you pay 1,000. After year three, no more prepayment penalties. So here's another example of a loan. So imagine loan is $200,000. You have a 999 loan processing fee. We charge one point for origination. So you pay 1% of 200K, that's $2,000. Interest rate is gonna be 6%. So at 6% interest, you pay $1,200 a month for the principal plus interest for the term of the loan and it comes with a default prepayment penalty of three years. So here are some tips on how to get the best rates. So the first one, the higher your FICO score, the better your loan will be. Our loans are tiered in pricing, the lowest going from 660 all the way up to 760. So if you have above a 760 credit score, then your rates won't actually change. But if you have somewhere in between them, do your best to increase your credit score as much as you can. The second one is to lower your LTV. So if you're trying to get the max loans you can, then the rates are gonna be a lot higher but if you go down all the way to 50%, then you're gonna have the best loans that we have. So try to lower your LTV if you can. Finally, having more experience and doing repeat business with one company gives us the flexibility to give you better terms and offer you better service. So here are our loan terms. Again, like we mentioned in other slides, 75 to $2 million per property. Our interest rates go from 4.75% to 7.49%. Our origination fees are gonna be between zero and two points. The terms, we have four different loan types, a 5-1 arm, a 7-1 arm, a 10-year interest only, a 20-year AM, as well as a 30-year fixed loan. Again, here for a summary, here's our loan information and borrower requirements. Our minimum debt service coverage ratio is a one, so that's monthly rent divided by your PITIA. Purchases are gonna be up to 80%, cash out refis up to 75%. We need a 660 credit score. All of our borrowers have to be a citizen, have a green card or a valid visa. And for liquidity verification, we wanna see if you have enough down payment and reserves for your PITIA payments. So a little bit about our company, Conventus. We are an SF-based lender. 
with over $2 billion funded in the past five years. We lend to over 30 different states. So as you can see here, here's a little map of the United States and the different places that we can lend to. If you guys want a better shot of this screen, check out cblending.com programs. We have a very great crew. We're fast and responsive. We can customize the loans to meet your needs. And we have flexibility to borrow on one property against multiple properties. And that's called collateralizing your loan. We have very competitive rates and no hidden fees. And of course, besides this long-term rental loan, we also do offer bridge loans for fix and flip projects. Here's a quick tear sheet that shows you a summary of everything we talked about today. You can find this information all on our website as well. So we can help you by helping you with a purchase refi of a long-term loan, provide financing when conventional banks won't. We have a very easy application process, minimum documents, and the flexibility to borrow against one or multiple properties. And if you're a broker, you can charge origination fees to your clients. You have to be licensed in certain states, but feel free to contact us. I hope you guys all enjoyed this presentation on long-term rental loans and hope this can help you increase your portfolio and become a bigger real estate investor. I'll see you next time. Take care.